1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your dog MC Mac for life the underball Supreme Beam. Now I just jumped off the porch with DGB. Dirty glove bastard. Don't play. A lot of niggas talk that shit and end up getting their weeks split. It's MC Mac, the nigga known for smacking jacket crack.
0: Yes, sir, yes, sir. We right back at it, y'all. We got the one and only MC Mac. From the Kazi jumping off the porch with us.
1: Yes sir. Yes sir. How yes, you sir. feeling, bro? How you man, feeling? I'm feeling wonderful, man. Yes feeling sir. Wonderful, man. Any man. day above ground is a good day.
0: Yes sir. Yeah. Yes sir. That's for sure, man. You yeah. know, gotta gotta be thankful for these blessings of being able to breathe every day. Yes sir. Man. Yes, sir. So man, what you what you got going, bro? Like what you, what got you here in Atlanta, man?
1: Man, i promote promote my, my Piranha Volume Seven, man. Uh, of course, uh, also celebrating my Easy Come Easy Go. Uh, New single that I just released, and of course, mine to chop it up with you uh, about uh, our up and coming store merchandise. Sure. And the MC Mac store is definitely open it's, yes, you know, sir. 24 hours, seven days a week, and we always booking, selling verses tracks, and collabo features. We don't stop.
0: Man. Yes, sir. No, I yeah. can dig it. I can dig it. And for our audience that may not know, let me give you the proper introduction um, MC Mac, legendary uh, rap artist from Memphis, Tennessee, from the group The Kazi. Uh, part of Three Six Mafia, part of uh, Prophet Posse, you know what I'm saying, like legendary, You know, um, you know, just, I would even say, you know, somebody who has been like a big influence as well, you know, on music. Um, so I, w- I just want to make sure to give you the proper introduction, so that you know our yeah. fans, you know, know who you are and understand, right. you know, where, where where a lot of this like stuff from the culture even come from. Yeah, for sure. I
1: appreciated the introduction, man. Yep. So yeah, we had a drum roll. Yes, sir. Wow. <laughs> <You know what laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Appreciate the love, no, man. No, for, yeah, for sure, for sure. sure. So, Mac man, tell us who you got with you, bro. I see, you got your fam with you, man. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, over here, man, we got the guy T.O. You know what I'm saying? Yeah 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 here we got RSM Young yeah. David T Rock you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying Yes sir uh, rock solid and uh I'm gonna let everybody introduce themselves baby you know what I'm saying We got uh, man the Michael back oh, over it's
0: mine. yeah new well, is game. yeah hey yes sir uh, K K Z baby yeah yeah Nah I can dig it That's what's up man That's what's up man So so Mac um you know. What can you say about, you know, the Memphis scene from when you started? I mean, from, you know, how you seeing all the energy coming to Memphis right now? Like, how would you compare, you know?
1: Uh, it's just evolving, you know, music always evolves, man, from what I've realized. You know what I'm saying? Like, shoot, it always changed from back in the days when we were doing our thing, coming up, listening to, you know, Sugar Hill Gang and Run DMC, and you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, it, it's evolved. Listen to what, how, how drastically the, the sound has changed up until from then to now. Yeah. The ev- you know, the evolution of hip-hop and, and rap music, you know what I'm saying? right Like, yeah. I can dig uh, With Memphis, it's, it's similar, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's evolving because, you know, it's still got that Memphis crunk that we influence. You know, I, I still hear our influence. Mm-hmm which has been lasting for a long time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, real talk.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. So what part of Memphis are you from?
1: Mine. I'm, I'm somewhere everywhere. Mine I'm, I'm ain't North Memphis. my ain't Riley Frazier, mine. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, I was born in Evergreen, I believe. Yeah, North Memphis. And, uh, all, all the northern parts of Memphis. There's some about that north part of every city. Yeah. <laughs> there's something about that north part, by Word, but, word.
0: Yeah, no, I can dig it, man. And north Memphis, Raleigh Frazier, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Stumping grounds. Yeah. yeah. Now, we've heard from different people, you know, like what, you know, separates, you know, uh, you know, nor- a cat from north Memphis from south Memphis or, you know, a cat that's from Haven or a cat that's from Orange Mound. But in, in your opinion, what would you say, you know, is different about North Memphis than the other parts of Memphis, or even other parts of the other world?
1: Man, uh, it probably ain't that much difference. You know what I'm saying? Every hood got a ghetto. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, see, it's just one of in Memphis. Cause, right. I mean, I wouldn't see no difference between Whitehaven, East Memphis, all that, man. It's Memphis. It's yeah. like, what they call it now? Nymphganistan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. Mif-gan-stan, but yeah, it's, it's wild out there, bro. Like. Anybody can get it from anywhere at any time. Yeah. Apparently. According or, to the news, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. And what was it like for you coming up in North Memphis, man? Like what what was your what was your experiences like coming up?
1: Oh man. Uh my grandparents were from North Memphis, you know what I'm saying? So I was on one end of Valentine, being raised and on another end a Smoky City. Yeah. But I did my stumping grounds, like I said, in Raleigh Fraser. Yeah, that's why I, I kinda grew up and, and, and did my, my thing. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? But uh yeah. Yeah. Raleigh, and the, really. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I went from North Memphis to Fraser
0: to Raleigh, okay, and et cetera. like we kind of going north, north. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know. And do you remember uh, the moment when you like the, the moment when you jumped off the porch?
1: Like I jumped off the porch, man. When Minda had more, man. <laughs> Before Minda had more, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> if that tell you remember more? Than that. Yes,
0: sir. No,
1: but I would say, uh, for real though, like uh, right out of high school, like okay. that's when I really. You know, knew you know what I'm saying. It was still kind of in between, but I knew what, what it
0: was. You know what okay, was, gotcha, so was gotcha. got school. Yeah. Uh, and what was some of them like? You know, what was some of them experiences like? Like, what was you, what was you getting into? You know, like in, in some of them days. I mean, not to not to ask you to incriminate yourself, <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> no, but I wouldn't do that anyway. But,
1: <laughs> but uh, now, doing doing them times, man, I was still in between. I I mean, college. Okay, what am I doing? I'm, I'm uh, making money with music a little bit getting a fan base yeah get my name buzzed and put it like that yeah but at the same time I also wanted to was going to college you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. college dropout and shit you know yeah. <laughs> you know trying to balance see what I was really gonna do I'm gonna pursue this college thing and try to get a degree or I'm finally gonna do this music yeah because I already had a fan base when I went into college they knew who I was like yeah. you know what I'm saying so it was kind of like shit, you know so I was still up and down in between kind of nice. you know what I'm saying on that but uh after I started making pretty good money, I, pretty, I knew I knew then back when I first started music. But yeah. when I started seeing the, the, the reaction of my peers and my classmates, and I'm like yeah, I know I got a little something here. I can, right. I can groove with this, you know what I'm saying?
0: And was going to college for you one of those things like trying to like make your parents proud, trying to like make moms proud type shit, or like what, what was your reason for uh, you know taking that step?
1: Uh, it was an outlet for me, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I've been like. Uh, creative such you know what i'm saying yeah and and raleigh where well, i grew up raleigh Eagle. shout out to three eight one two eight murder eight uh um, yeah but they back in them days you know they 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 really embraced the the the, the uh the arts and, yeah. and creative students like we used to have fashion shows and mm. talent shows and uh all kind of stuff that probably other schools didn't have mm. at the time music appreciation
0: and you know and stuff
1: like that so um that's pretty much,
0: yeah. And you was killing it at them uh, talent at the talent shows too, weren't
1: you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My homeboys were getting suspended.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm mean?
1: saying? <laughs> yeah, man. Huh. Yeah. I won most talented though in 12th grade. Oh, I word. Was nine, class of 93, man, for yeah. sure. Most talented because that's all I ever did was music.
0: Yeah. You know? Nah, yeah. that's what's up, man. And when'd you uh, find your love for music? Like when'd you when'd you discover that?
1: Sixth grade. Mm. I wrote my first rap in sixth grade. Okay. It was whack as mud probably, but <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, in sixth grade I wrote my first rap, bro. But I did write a rap in sixth grade. Yeah. I remember that was the first time I ever put pen in the paper. Right. And uh, from there it kept going, you know what I'm saying? And I ended up collecting uh, getting my first uh, drum machine, you know what I'm saying? So right. I, I learned at an early age how to sequence and how to program and, and make songs out of count the bars, you know what yeah. I'm saying? At a young age, like you know what I'm saying? Wow. Right. That's when I knew I had the love for it, man. Yeah. When I heard my voice coming through, the speakers on that double-dub cassette tape, mm-hmm. no faux track double-dub cassette tape huh. with the stereo plug and then auxiliaries in the back. Yeah. You're on the drum machine, yeah. then you plug the microphone in, and you got a bunch of tapes, and you're <laughs> recording the drum machine beat, you're rapping on it, and then you take that tape, put it over here in the double-dub mm. to do your overlay on your vocals, and you got yeah. another
0: tape, you know, but... Wow. It
1: sounded like, you know, that nigga was on an airplane or somewhere, but yeah. it was my voice coming through the speakers, and that was like, like, damn, over something that I wrote and produced. Like, yeah. at that age, you know what I'm saying, it was, it was cool, it was yeah. fun. I, I thought I, you know, I felt like I, I achieved and accomplished something, you know what yeah. doing it. it My niggas stamped it when they heard it in high school. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Got suspended when I was rapping the junks at the school. Yeah. Girls started paying attention to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like it, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Isn't yeah. it crazy? Isn't it crazy, yeah. too, like, how are okay. right, you just broke down like how you was recording that and yeah, i mean yeah. it sound that sounded like it was a lot of wires a lot of yeah. tapes and a lot of you know yeah, what I mean. Just, yeah. And nowadays, man, these cats is on a laptop. Right. You know what I mean. Air dropping uh, songs and yeah. you know what I so, mean, like just just doing it super easy. Uh, you know, it's crazy. You know, definitely got to appreciate just the process of you know how you guys were even making art. You know, at yeah. that time because like it took a lot of patience and yeah. you was taking a lot of chances. Where if you messed up on something, the process to fixing it was a lot longer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Most definitely, bro. gay yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. One, yeah, you mess that tape up, like, ah, no. Right. You know, bought a bunch of tapes, you know, you would swap them out and, and, yeah. and get that, you know what I'm saying, the double-dub with, uh,
0: with the drum kit. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. And this chord uh, keyboard, because my music appreciation teacher, he would let me bring his chord keyboard home back in high school. Yeah. I already had the drum machine, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And uh, that's, that's pretty much how it started. Word. But,
0: so are you producing
1: or rapping first? Like I said, I wrote my first rap in sixth grade. That's right. Yeah. But I also had, a, I started producing probably like in um, maybe two years, two to three years later. I had a program of drum machines and yeah. keyboards and all. And um, and I always fight with that. Like which one do I enjoy doing most? Yeah. Still to this day. Word. You know what I'm saying? I haven't, yeah. did a, a track on my own in a minute, but I still got the love for right, it, right? For like, sure, you
0: know I can do it. So for yeah, sure, man. for sure. Um, and, and and at one point, when did you meet uh DJ Paul and Juicy J? And like, who did you meet first, or how did you even get connected? You
1: know, man. Like I said, after high school, I made a, a song called "Let's Make a Stain,", stain yeah, which yeah. is a sample by Suicide Boys. The name so, of that song is Avalon, which uh-huh. is doing uh, millions and millions of stuff right now. Right. uh Yeah, let's make a stain. I recorded it track I uh, produced off the drum machine I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. I went to my first regular studio, you know, okay. with a Real reel-to-reel.
0: Yeah.
1: Not the cassette tape Double dub to record right, right. that one, but I, I went to the, the big studio at that time. Everybody was on reel-to-reel at mm-hmm. that time, you know what I'm saying? And uh, recorded the song, man. We went to the club, and my homeboy was like, man, I'm going to go take this up to the DJ, man, Juicy J. Yeah. It was Juicy J's place at the time on 380 Bill Street,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Studio G. Uh, and he ended up taking mine tape up to the DJ booth, you know, I wasn't going to take it up there tour. We walked up there, man, hey, man, check my homeboy out, man. You know what I'm saying? Bump this joint, see what the crowd do. So, juicy, end up, uh, you know, playing the joint, you know what I'm saying? It was crunk on the floor. Yeah. Mixed it in, you know what I'm saying? And them fools got wild in that joint. Then I think a fight broke out or something. Somebody got stabbed that night, and and the most of yeah, real talk, like, (laughs) Yeah, you know, the fool got wild. He's like, man, you know, I want to put you on my album. Ryan. You know, I'm a, that song right there, brother, John dope. Link up, we swap numbers. Mm. and That's how the relationship grew between me and Juicy. Right. And, uh, yeah, we did work, man, and I executive produced some tracks with Juicy, and uh, he introduced me to Paul, you know what I'm saying? And mm. that's when I, I jumped on an, uh, a spring mix with them. Right. So. And that's that's pretty much how the the, the relationship started. Right.
0: And Running Lip was on that spring mix, that volume three. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. No, that was crazy. Mm -hmm. And for those that don't know, can you even talk about, you know, back in those years, Paul and Juicy was dropping, you know, like they series of mixtapes. You know, Paul yeah. for the summer, he had like yeah. all the way up to Volume 16. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Re- Juicy had, you know, the Return of the Juice Man. They had the yeah, spring yeah. mixes. And all yeah. I mean,
1: chronicles. Yeah.
0: It was just, you know, just crazy in the city. You know what I'm saying? With them, you know, dropping those. But can you just kind of even talk about just the energy that that was bringing? You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh man! Everybody that had systems in the fly rides were bumping them because they were in the stereo stores. It was looking genius what we had going on and didn't even know it. Yeah. We were the artists, the, the producers, and the distributor. Huh. And the marketing was impeccable. You yeah. put CDs, I mean tapes, excuse me, yeah. tapes in places where they serve a the bump. Mm-hmm. So all the clean doughboys and everybody get their whips, you know, with the bump and the yeah. rims. You hear the bass tape and it's got a system. Mm-hmm. Sell them that way, and they're, yeah, they're, it was crazy. They, they, it too. Shout out to all them guys, man, that uh, uh, Spanish Fly. Yeah, shout out absolutely. to DJ Spanish yeah, Fly, man. man nah, Legend. Man, the, the, yeah, buying the goat, bro. Like, yeah. Just to put them just in stereo stores yeah. across Memphis and Covington and, mm-hmm. and Mississippi and, and Arkansas just to spread the sound was was amazing, man. Because yeah. Really, we were doing all that back then. Right. Artist distribution, uh, production, yeah. our own duplicate. Well, shout out, rest in peace, Stuart, where we used to take our tapes to get them duplicated. Mm-hmm. But... Other than that, we were doing all the legwork. There wasn't no label. We were the label, I guess. We the label, the uh, artist. You know, so, yeah, I mean, it's
0: ill, man, and I wanted to bring this up because I feel like it's so important to be talking about, like, these aspects of like hip-hop history that don't get a light shined on them because when people talk about the mixtape culture and the mixtape game, a lot of people only think about East Coast mixtapes and think about that run, but they don't understand like how heavy it was in Memphis, with, like you said, with Squeaky and, you know, all of them dropping, you know, dropping the tapes and giving artists so many opportunities. I mean, number one, well, I'll say this too, Memphis, Uh, in those years was playing a lot of local music on the radio too. But then Mm -hmm. the mixtapes was giving even more opportunities, you know, for artists to get their music. Cause like you said, like everybody, you know, music out the trunk. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. Like you go over to like, I remember um, I told you all my family from Memphis. So yeah. I was in Whitehaven a lot. So yeah, I remember, right. you know, going up to cartoons, you know, yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, and picking yeah, up, you know, picking up tapes. Abraham, and, man. Yeah. Abraham in the cartoons, yeah, so, like Music you know, aquarium. And. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, they were all my spots, man. Wow. Yeah, bro. Even yeah. all the way out on 3rd. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bro. Hey, dang, that was a good time. Yeah, man. man. Fun times and legal money. Right, I, right. I like, they thought a couple of my family members thought I was selling dope. I was like, huh. it's just tape money. Yeah, it's no, tape for sure, so, man. I, I mean, because you know because like, y'all man. was
0: getting it as independents, like how a lot of cats, more than cats that were signed to labels, was getting it. So it was just hard to even understand, even fathom that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And something interesting to touch on too is the fact that the way that the game is now, like how what you just described, mm-hmm. we the label, we the distribution, we the marketing, artists. we mixing and matching the artists, yeah. we, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. literally right now the way that the music industry run. You yep. know what I mean? I would say the only thing that's different or that's missing is these kids can't go and sell cds or sell like a physical item that part of it has been missing you yeah. know what i'm saying so that's like yeah. kind of an interesting you know thing with it you know right I mean? right yeah. right
1: unless you got something like chapters of the mac on vinyl which is like a collector's right. item i mean you wouldn't believe absolutely how
0: shops in la
1: you know in colorado and yeah. denver that actually buy cassette tapes and vinyl you yeah, know what i still, still sure. a couple, and, and cash across the world i just uh, sold one of my uh, vinyl autographed, of course, yeah. to a guy in the Netherlands. You wow. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. Buying vinyl and cassette tape, bro? Yeah. What you got going on over there? No, that's Tom dope, Malone man.
0: <laughs> I mean, because yeah. now, I mean, and not even just now, I mean, you know, people want to buy into the culture and want mm. to, you know, so if you have something for sale, whether, you know, and, and we live in an era now of nostalgia, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So everybody's a collector, you know what I mean? Right. So yeah, it's like right. so important to have your merch and have, you know what I'm saying, your different items, oh, yeah. you know, for sale because A conversation that I was having recently with somebody was, we were talking about how it's kind of a crazy disconnect for independent artists these days Mm -hmm. on the tip of like, they don't necessarily have tangible products to sell as much as you guys had when you could pop the trunk and have tapes, CDs, DVDs and all of that. Yeah. And so since they're making like fractions of a penny on streams, right. it makes it a little more difficult for artists to make money, you know, in the game. They almost yeah. gotta be in the field right. a little longer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Th- you know, I mean, they're more, what's sense? your thoughts on that, man? Like with the streaming era coming in and people not being able to sell mm-hmm. tangible products, you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. Um, man, like I said, music has always been an outlet to me, bro. Like, I always made money at it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, When I started doing my my pressing and stuff, mine, but it's always an outlet. Like, you may get, you know, X amount of streams or whatever, but who knows what that's going to occur in the next five, ten years or whatever. That song may be the biggest thing since, uh... High grits. Very true. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you don't know. So you, what you want to do is put enough stuff on the wall and out there and keep striving and being consistent, which wins over resistance.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and, and things will happen. Right? Yeah. Like I, I strongly believe that. Man, if you care about what you're doing and you putting your all into it, and of course putting God first in mind, it's gonna happen.
0: Bro. Yeah, no, nah, for sure. May not
1: happen today. May not happen tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: May not even happen five, ten years but now. But yeah. it, that's gonna become vintage.
0: Yeah that's
1: right you know it's just to the ones that actually you actually put work in to get it out to like, take a listen right right you know they, they kids may be growing up listening to it while their parents listen mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you never know bro and and, and you just gotta you know know what you want to do and strive and be hard at it man mm-hmm. and go hard at it whatever it is yeah music whatever you know what I'm saying
0: nah that's real that's yeah. real you know I want to you know touch on the fact that there are other ways to, you know, be able to make money and be able to, you know, be prosperous in the business. I mean, you got songs that's on P Valley, songs that's song, grand theft auto you know yeah. different things like that so you know yeah. tapping in the sync license and things like that yeah. can you tap into like just you know being able to like be a prospering underground artist or just a prospering artist and you know what i'm saying still be able to maintain through the years you know what i mean through different businesses
1: oh yeah for sure for sure man yeah the more i mean uh Sound like the more you put your hands in and the more you uh, dibble and dabble, things start to occur, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I never knew that, you know, easy come, easy go would be the hit it was on, on uh, Grand Theft Auto, the biggest selling video game it was at the time for, you know, Xbox and stuff. I didn't know. I didn't know P. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a
0: member FDSE.
1: That was going to hit me up. I didn't know none of these things, you know what I'm saying? But it seemed like things started to happen, you know, in the right way. When I start taking care of myself and, 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 and trying to do right, you know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, things start started occurring, man, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but as for being able to venture out and, and doing other things, yeah, as an artist, music is an outlet, man. It's gonna open up, you should, it should open up you as a voice. So people are listening. Now, what you want them to listen to? You wanna hear them, you, wanna, you want them to listen to, hey, I got something else for sale for you? Check these out. Right, right. They like your music, they like you as a person, they gotta like you. Before you sell something to a person, they gotta like you. You know what I'm saying? They got to. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got the MC Mac the Bill Collector coming out now. <laughs> you got MC Mac the Bill Collector in the tray. Yeah, they gotta like you. You gotta break that ice, man. Yeah, you don't know, have about three ice breakers, man. Yeah, yeah,
0: man. All right. So, Three Six Mafia as Profit Posse uh, put out an EP called led by Your Rep." Yes, sir. And that was monumental at that time, um, because if you were a fan of three six mafia and and, and the whole camp, and if you were a fan of bone thugs, (laughs) then, you know, you knew that the sound there was a similar sound, um, a similarity in sounds. And, you know, I never thought that either group was necessarily biting off the other group, you know, but I mean, it was definitely interesting, you know, that without the internet and all of that, that these two regions, you know, had, you know, you know, a similar style. But anyway, you guys had a song, the Kazi had a song on that uh, project as well. Yeah. Be a witness. Yeah but now in terms of just you know like the you know that beef back then with bone and how you know that was we didn't have the internet back then so you know i mean we didn't have social (laughs) media so like stuff couldn't go viral and we couldn't you know just catch all those reactions in real time but like can you even tell me like from your perspective maybe where like that even came from like the issue between the two or you know man uh all i
1: know is uh no, niggas were dissing them at the time. You know what I'm saying? Niggas <laughs> yeah. were getting dissed. Yeah. Like they came to Memphis. Uh, I don't know if it was with, with the underline, it's always an underlying right. something, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's over the sound or somebody knocked somebody for the gal or said this or right. whatever the case may be. It was a beef with bone in Memphis. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. And everybody was taking shots at them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We was I think we was just kind of scraping to try to come up, you know, like, yeah.
0: Right.
1: You know what I'm saying? To be honest, but you know, and when they start reacting to it, okay, you know what I'm saying? That's like, oh, can you hear what they said on this nigga? Like, right. Yeah, they just said that. Like, oh, hey. You know, so, yeah, it's, it's hip hop. Yeah. You know, it's hip hop. It's a sport, almost. Right. right. But it get dangerous nowadays, and that's what I
0: hate. Like, yeah, right. You know, but
1: it used to be sport. You know, remember LL and, and, and Kumo D, oh, yeah. you know, going at it, and, you know, KRS won them. Like, yeah, man. On, All them classic it. battles. Everybody man. died after that, bro. Right. Like, take competitiveness uh, being competitive to the to the extreme and yeah man crash out
0: yeah and, <laughs> and i think part of it is the fact that we have this social media and all that and people don't want to be embarrassed so it's mm, like if i'm yeah, embarrassed and yeah. somebody can come back and tell that story or if it's actually on tape then you know i'm done you know right, what i'm saying right, so right. let me just get my get back in in the, in the mm. ultimate way you yeah, know what right. i mean but then cats crash out and don't even know what you know what could that's be. gonna bring, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: or what could become of if yeah. you didn't go to, you know, just uh.
0: yeah? So, so you used to come down here to Atlanta a lot, man. And, oh uh, yeah, and, I love Atlanta. Yeah, so like <laughs> and, and be down here at Freaknik and all that. Oh heck yeah! Can yes, you talk sir. about because you know they got the Freaknik documentary about to come out and you were down oh, here oh, I a I may lot. I heard you job. say
1: I maybe on yeah. that job. Okay, man. okay. Kamikaze <laughs> Films, man, own that <laughs> <thing. Nah. laughs>
0: No. <laughs> yeah. But, but what was them experiences like man just coming down here like during that time and you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh
1: man, when I first uh started coming to, to Freak Nick man, it was like something I had never I- experienced before. I mean we got Beale Street in Memphis, which was similar, mm. but the whole city turned to Beale Street. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like, on the expressway is going down, you uh, know, type man. stuff. So it, it was it was amp, man, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You could meet these all these cats from other cities, man, and we used to come to uh, Atlanta just to, you know, we plaster our cars put posters on the cars and stuff like that Mm -hmm. riding the strip promoting you know what I'm saying basically promoting you know what I'm saying yeah cassette tapes flyers and the whole nine and it was cool to just to come out and meet blacks Mm -hmm. mostly blacks you know what I'm saying uh uh in in one spot having Mm -hmm. a good time from uh, Everywhere in the fucking country there. Yeah. From New York to Florida, it's like a mecca here. Mm-hmm. And, and we was out there kicking it. It was like cool. And people was, was recognizing us like, MC Mac, MZ Mac hypnotized camp posse, MZ Mac. Yeah. yeah, like, okay, you know what I'm saying? And, and shit, I did it every year. I, I would come out here and, and promote, man. Yeah. I pressed up like maybe 500, 600 cassette tapes at the mm. end of the cassette tape era Yeah, just to pass out at Freak Nick, yeah. you know? And things like that. And I truly think it helped, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for no, sure I, for I know sure. it
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, that hand to hand, I mean, like, it ain't nothing like it because, especially as, as you independent, I mean, shit, each fan count, each person count, each, you know, move count. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Sure. So. so, super important. Yeah. Um, so now, can you talk about you know when you guys dropped uh, the Times Up project and you know because there was a lot of like good energy you know what I'm saying around then I mean but then also I mean Three Six Mafia when they were dropping projects you guys were being featured on them too because I think where you yeah. ch- featured was was it Chapter Two World Domination I know y'all was on the end I know yeah you, the end yeah, yeah. Uh, I was on When the Smoke Clears yeah okay when okay the yeah, smoke yeah, yeah yeah six, yeah went
1: uh, yeah yeah that's right I went, uh, that one and a and Others mine from Project Pat solo album to yep. Get It Green to the Gangsta Absolutely. Booze Acquiring Minds to you know endo G you yeah, know what I'm saying shout out endo G oh yeah shout out endo G uh, yeah, rest in peace G B you know what I'm saying uh but yeah man uh bro so even even like I said even throughout them times mm-hmm. you know I was still doing my independent grind as well you know what I'm saying saying because it was kind of a balance I'm learning you know I had to. I started from being independent. Yeah. That's how Juicy met me. Put it on his app, put my list, Make a stain on there. I collaborated with him, start doing songs like Go to Church, Hole, uh, Run Your Mouth, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with Al Capone. Shout out Al. Yeah. And uh mine,
0: like Yeah, shout out uh, Al Capone for real. It
1: was it was like a, a, a growing process, man. It's almost with me. I started to walk, you say crawl before you walk, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I started crawling when I was at the house making my own beats. And then I ended up getting, juicing them and uh, getting signed at one point. Yeah. So now it's rest- kind of restrictions. So, I mean, I'm still learning to walk and learning the game at the same time. I just know mm-hmm. these fools got a buzz in the city. And This yeah. one like, it, no sound like this period in the yeah. world, you know what I'm saying, for one. And it, it was growing, I saw it, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how far I was gonna go, but I knew Memphis was
0: on to something with that sound. Yeah. Man. Nah, you
1: know, for know what I'm sure. saying, for sure, bro. It, it, you know and um yeah yeah Now, nah, and it
0: influenced a lot i mean because even back then i mean i know like memphis and houston kind of went back and forth between like you know like that horrorcore sound and there was yeah. you know a lot of you know you know people trying to figure out like who started it or did somebody t- you know what i mean but you know that was i mean the evolutions even of the sounds you know what i'm saying through yeah. through the city you
1: know i mean interject on what you said there about the hardcore yeah because I'm gonna tell you DJs was putting Gangsta Nip ghetto boys on their tapes mm-hmm. yeah 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 uh, Man, license infringing like a mug yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I mean it would take songs mix them throw yeah. them on a mixtape you know what I'm saying sell them and, and, and Houston uh, was a damn uh, really big influence on Memphis man yeah no, I mean sure. Houston was like one of the meccas besides uh, Florida, Miami, right. that, that mm-hmm. started it with Ghetto Boys and, and Luke Skywalker, It wasn't yeah. And of course, Jermaine Dupree, you know what I'm saying? But right. Yeah. Otherwise, right. for the South, that was it. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nah. That's ill. Um. Man, was was Bushwick Bill a horrorcore rapper? Now that I think about it, you know what I'm saying? As we talking, I just thought about that I think with so. the Chucky doll. Yeah. And yeah. All. The knife. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't a Anybody? traditional horrorcore like the same, <laughs> right. but. Yeah. When you think about huh? You in into the hardcore? Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. For sure. Nah, yeah, that's bro. interesting. Nah, that's for sure. Interesting. So, um, tell me what the studio sessions was like, man. Like, you know, with the whole crew. Like, I mean, was it like every man for his stealth in there? And you got to make sure to get your verse in and get on the song? Or was it like super organized and everybody knew who was on each song? And what, you know what I mean? What was the structure uh, like?
1: Well, it kind of was like a we kind of knew when we was coming to the studio that we was going to bump on something that day you yeah. know what i'm saying but we would still be there in sessions that we weren't supposed to be at you know what i'm right. saying but yeah it was magic man you know what i'm saying we knew we had something man mm. And we uh, they had cats like you know endo g and the k rog's you know what i'm saying and m child and you know because it was, was one big family like right. it, was, it was like a When the struggle was on, when we were struggling to get the name out there and and progressing and trying to make it grow, Mm -hmm. it was fun. It was fun. We were getting the name out
0: there. Hey everyone, it's Justin Biggs here from the Biggs versus Biggs podcast. If you're a fan of sports podcasts, then be sure to check out and subscribe to Biggs versus Biggs. A show that covers upcoming fights, fight reviews, and interviews with some of Boxing's brightest stars. And it's brought to you exclusively by Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop, powered by creators.
1: And and kind of like running the city, you know Mm. what I'm saying? We were running the city at one point. So the growth, the struggle was real, Mm. you know what I'm saying? But as things grow and grow and grow, you know, it goes. But, you know, it it, it was real, bro. Fun times, a lot of fun times. We made history. It's so many fun times, I can't even begin to imagine I mean it's hard to tell you all the stuff like bruh I mean it's been a wild ride fool to be right here right now on the porch with you fool it's been a it's been a ride bro Uh. man the things you know
0: bruh yeah because I mean you guys have seen some uh, some of everything I mean yeah yeah. so with the studio sessions though like was it was it like on the tip of where did you guys know like, who was gonna be on which song? Who was, or was it more like you guys recorded yeah. and then kind of came back around and then it was put together?
1: Well, on the songs I was on, we always knew who was gonna be on what song because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, when I came to when we did, uh, like, posse songs like Mystic Styles, yeah, of, uh, Mystic Styles, man, when I got there, Fly was there, Juice was there, mm-hmm. Paul was there, Boo, everybody that was on the record was there, yeah, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. uh. There may have been some instances where people came back in and laid their verses when they weren't available to be at the time. But yeah. for the most part, man, we kinda knew mm-hmm. what song we were gonna be featured on, yeah. Or who was gonna be rapping on it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Unless Paul and Juicy slipped something in at the end or something. Yeah. Or
0: whatever. But man, how big would um how how big do you think things would have gotten if you know the whole camp would have stayed together from the beginning because you were there when fly was still in the group when skinny pimp was still a yeah. part of the group like you know what i mean um and you know to me i feel like you know those guys you know were some of the top you know artists uh, yeah. personalities you know all of that all of the above in memphis so i mean that would have been a true powerhouse you know what i mean if everybody would have stayed together
1: yeah, I think it was a powerhouse. Though. For sure, you know what I'm saying. For sure, it was a powerhouse, and I was sitting back, listening to some old stuff back, like mm. on the way here actually. Yeah, listening to some old stuff. Like, man, we're bumping way back then. Mm-hmm. Like, but uh, yeah, it is what it is though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, Memphis sure. is is it, it, awesome, bro. Like, yeah. you know, I ain't gonna knock the city. I ain't gonna speak down on it. It's dangerous, but man, there's a lot of freaking talent.
0: Yeah, down, absolutely. Yeah,
1: that we'll sleep on mm-hmm. for a long period of time, and mm-hmm. people would steal from us and. And do stuff, man, but never really get the shine. But now it's getting the shine a little bit, you know. But uh, I think we did what we did, yeah. when We did it, and it is what it is. No, bro. for like, sure. And was grateful to do it, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. We, yeah, like, man, blood, sweat, shout out, Lil Core, man. Rest in peace, cuz, man. Like, sh- rest in peace, K Rock, man. Yeah, and man, RP K Rock. the nigga, man. Like, yeah, you know R.P. Coos, on? Lord mine. RP Lord, like, mine, we, man. We, RP Lord, infamous. RP Gangsta had Memorable times, bro, in the clubs, yeah. in the studios, in the Shake
0: Johnsons.
1: Yeah. yeah. On road trips, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Liquor store trips, Dixie Queen trips. You know what I'm saying? Anything can pop off. Yeah. You never know with yeah. the profit
0: Posse, man. You know what I'm
1: saying? You get jacking out there and driving through.
0: Man. <laughs> and what was it like recording those posse songs? Fun, man. Yeah. A room,
1: a room full of the most talented that you would ever believe. Bro. Was
0: it competition? Like was it? Yeah, like, yeah. You everybody, there I think trying everybody was trying the... to
1: out bump themselves. You yeah. know, what I'm saying? they're gonna come. Yeah, I got out bump. Can't come whack on this jump. Who just killed it? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, and Lord infamous would always set that bar. You yeah. know what I'm saying? K-Rock would always set that bar. Cooster mm-hmm. uh, would always set that bar. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're like, okay, you, gotta you got out it. You know what I'm saying? Gangsta Black and Skinny Pill would always, you know, set that bar,
0: bro. Yeah. Like, You know, yeah. shit. All right, nah, nice. that's what's up, man. So, so Mac, what, 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 you, um, what do you have coming up? Like, what uh, releases do you have coming up or what you're working on?
1: I'm working on where the rest of my Henderson went. Look, look. Damn! I have to take a look at this motherfucker. Hold on. We got, we got some holes in this porch, don't we, man? That. <laughs> it's a real portrait. Huh. Let me find my Hennessy up under these tails, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: say say the Hennessey oh, that mysteriously my went, went missing.
1: It them kamikaze cups full later, man. Where that kamikaze cup at, man?
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: <laughs> Jesus. So. <laughs> but, uh, what did nah, you say now? No, nah, you good. Bro? So,
0: so, Mac, I was saying, um, so what, what you working on now? Like, what you, what you got coming?
1: Uh, like I said, I just released Easy Come, Easy Go, man, a funk remix, man. Mm-hmm. This uh, Easy Come, Easy Go, man, is over five million streams, man. And, uh, I'm waiting on my YouTube, uh, plaque, man. Right. And that, and this album is finally out the red. I'm, I'm seeing all yes, my uh, profits now. Like, I feel that's a big, uh, big thing for absolutely. me, man, right now, bro. And, uh, um, like I said, I'm working on Piranha Volume 7, man. I got a new song that I released called Chrome Thing, which was a dedication to Gangsta Boo at the beginning. Okay, it was yeah. the first single off the album. I just brought out uh, the track over again in the video. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm working on a Piranha Volume 7 album, which I'm going to get T-Rock on in okay. and, uh,
0: and 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 collaboration. C- man. Can like, we get another collab project yeah. from you and T-Rock? Is that oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for
1: sure. So. We, we working. Yeah. We're always working, man. We're just one of the hardest working guys. You know, yeah, we're going to collab, man. And... Uh, yeah, for sure, man. And I'm also uh, pushing my, my, my merch store, my MC okay. Max store. is always open, like I said, man. Okay. I got merchandise, man. Mm-hmm. See the shirts, man, the kamikaze gear, man. Yes, sir. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, not only that, but we have the collector's items. We got the vinyl. Mm-hmm. We got the cups. We have cassette tapes. Yeah. We got kamikaze socks. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, the list goes on and on. I can see your name, all kind of yes, stuff. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm pushing that as well, man. And, yeah, the new nice, album, sir. bro. And yes, Check sir. out the funk remix of Easy Come, Easy Go, man. Right, just dropped as right. a remix. This funk thing is really doing his business, man, with artists yeah. like Suicide Boys for sampling me. Oh yeah, shout out Gucci man, too for sampling my song on his album, uh, oh, All, yeah. about so, so, All About My Hustle. All About My Hustle, can't sir. forget about that. Yes, shout sir, out man. Gucci
0: man. Uh, uh, yeah, tell t- t- tell and Cordell, are...
1: shout out Cordell, man, yeah. for sampling Look cool man. killer from the north side, hey, man, and, t- and tell you these rappers
0: about having your paperwork right so that when people do sample you and people do do business with you, then you can actually make money off of yourself. as Oh, a they, business.
1: They, ain't gonna, they ain't gonna probably sample you until you got your business right. That's what I learned to find mm-hmm. out. Things didn't start to happen until I started taking care of myself, mm. you know, and, and understanding what's going on here. You know, that's what a business, and doing things the right way. So, absolutely. yeah, absolutely, bro. You uh, gotta take care of your business. Learn the business, you know what I'm saying? Take that paperwork, read. You no know, niggas don't like reading.
0: <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? We gotta
1: go, we gotta Knowledge, man. Knowledge, man. Hey, knowledge is power, what they're
0: saying, yeah. And, and executing and being able to. Put it where it need to be placed. Yes sir, yes sir. So, Mac, one more thing I want to ask you before we leave, too, man, is like what keeps you inspired, you know, to keep going. Like, what keeps you motivated? How do you stay motivated?
1: Oh, cats like T-Rock just let me listen to a brand new song. It was jamming, you know what I'm saying? Raw, like I was like, man. Yeah, that made me want to go get in the studio right then. I'm pretty yeah. sure I heard some stuff that just motivated him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like and. uh Man, it take the simplest things for me to get motivated because I love to do music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even if I ain't making no money at it, I still love to do music, Right. It ain't about, you know. And uh it could be the simplest thing, man. I could be riding and listening to Simply Red. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Holding on to the TA or, or Rick James or yeah. Bobby Womack or Lamont Doja. It, it, like anything can get me motivated when I hear. The musicians, the compositions, on how they put their sequence, they they songs together. Mm-hmm. Man, rock and roll, man. You know what I'm saying? It inspired me, man. Yeah. Camping, certain country, man. You know, I'm on a, I'm all over the place with right. this music. I love it all, bro. Yes, sir. I know what it takes to make it, and then I sit back and think, what was it like to hear James Brown in the studio recording "Try Me," or you know, or whatever right. the whatever right. song. You right. know, like these fools were jamming yeah. back then, bro. And yeah. I know what go on in them sessions. Yeah. So.
0: When I was uh, like, could you imagine the that, shit that they slippery. was talking? If they when they was in the studio, making yeah. it was a man's world. Like, come could on, man. Imagine the shit they was <laughs> man, talking, bro. Like, come on, bro. You know what I mean? So I that, nah, that's I mean, <laughs>
1: All kind of stories, because there's stories behind these. Yeah, every song, every video it's yeah. always a story, bro. Like yeah. something happened.
0: Right. I swear to God, bro. Nah, that's real. That's real. That's what's up, man. Well, yeah, I appreciate you pulling up on me on the porch, man, The kick shit, bro. I appreciate yeah. you having me, G, for real. Yes, bro. sir. Bro.
1: A lot of niggas talk that shit and end up getting their wigs split. It's MC Mac, the nigga known for smacking jackin', crackin' jacks, bust their ass.